Ah, yes, it's come to that time again. There is another James Whale radio podcast show in the offering. Are you all ready? Then let's begin. Thank you very much indeed. Welcome to the programme wherever you are, whether you're listening on a radio station, whether you're listening online, whether you've got... uh... Oh, no, we haven't got a tuning app, have we? Uh, We're working on it. Yeah, I keep hearing we're working on it. When are we going to have it done? That's the question. The problem is, when I say we are working on it, it's actually just me, uh, and that's... Well, yeah, I know, but, you know, you don't need to go on about that, do you? Well, I have to bring it up every now and again. Really? Well, I feel like I'm getting told off, so I just have yeah. to defend myself, and that's my defence mechanism. Well, if we could do it a bit, a bit faster, I mean, because it would be nice to have a big kind of like a big radio in a whale's mouth as a logo, and you just go into that, turn on a little button, and then you've got your uh, you've got your app to listen to the program. I've already designed it in my head. Well, that's just added another two months to the launch. Why? Because I've got to go and draw a whale and a, a radio and turn the radio into a button, and then I've got to put the code behind that button to activate the page that pulls up the player, and I'm going to have to redo it all from the start. Give me solutions, not problems. Okay. I don't know who said that. It was bloody good. Um, Anyway, listen, welcome to the programme today. Uh, uh, Rob's here with uh, whatever Rob does. I'm here with whatever I do, and for the next hour or so, we will just... um, have a chat. Got some music on the program. Oh, by the way, if you would like uh, to have your music played uh, on this program, then all you need to do is get in touch with us, and that's easy to do, as Rob will now tell you. Yep, you can email me, Rob, and the email address is jameswellradio at gmail.com. Give us the MP3 permission to play. We'll have a listen. If it's good, we'll put it out. If it's bad, we'll still put it out. Yeah, absolutely. So either way, you're going to win. Um, uh, just send it in as uh, soon as you can. Now, what is the main uh, topic of conversation uh, this week? Something to do with ketchup in the fridge. Is it? Yeah. Why? I've not heard that. Do you keep ketchup in the fridge or in a cupboard? Do you know, uh, uh, let me have a, have a think. Uh, I could walk across the hall to the kitchen and have a look, but no, I think, yep, no, it's in the fridge. Now, that's the big debate. You remember the debate about the black and blue dress and everyone said it was white and gold? Yeah. Well, apparently it's caused a huge uproar across the internet and social media because a lot of people say the fridge and a lot of people say the cupboard. Are we? Is this serious? I mean, this is just bollocks, isn't it? It doesn't make any di- I mean, if you leave it in in the fridge, it's quite cold. I quite like that cold ketchup with hot chips. Mm-hmm. You know, in the cupboard, it's a bit flaccid. <laughs> Can you say flaccid on the radio? Why not? Don't know. But just, you know, flaccid, limp, it's sort of, it's, it's not particularly exciting. Right. I mean, I used to put Marmite in the fridge. Why? I don't know, because I used to put everything in the fridge. Um, do you put eggs in the fridge? Um, uh, I think we do. No, you see, I don't think you should put eggs in the fridge. Eggs in the fridge is a big no-no. I'm thinking about the Marmite. Isn't that sort of yeast? Mm. Doesn't that sort of grow? Isn't that bacteria? Should you keep that in the fridge? I don't know. No. If you put Marmite in the fridge, it goes hard. And you don't want your Marmite hard because it's difficult to spread. So you prefer your Marmite flaccid then? Yeah, I do. Because you've got to spread it on hot toast, haven't you? I wouldn't know. I don't eat Marmite. I gave you my Marmite. Yeah, don't edit that. I like that, the way you you couldn't speak. Yes, I'm actually eating your Marmite at the moment. Is it nice? Very nice, yeah. And thank you to Marmite for supplying us jars with our names on. Hmm. Yeah, very good. Very nice indeed. I'm just tasting of it now. Hmm, very nice. Um, now, okay, 
What about Nutella? Well, that's chocolate, and I imagine if you put that in the fridge, that would go hard, and you'd have to take it out of, of the course. fridge and wait for it to go soft. You, if you put Nutella in the fridge, it's almost you have to eat it with a spoon. Mm. Why don't people As just read done. the uh, label on the back of the tomato ketchup where it says store in a fridge or refrigerate? I don't think it does say that, does it? Well, then you don't put it in the fridge then, do you? Well, I've told you, I like it cold. I don't actually like tomato ketchup. It's one of my pet hates. Why the hell are we talking about tomato ketchup? Because you asked me what the big story of the week is. Yeah, I don't know why I bothered, because, of course, you know flip all about big stories of the week. Um, All right, OK. I suppose the biggest story we've had recently is uh, John Burko, the Speaker of the House of Commons, uh, deciding that he was going to ban Donald Trump from ever speaking in the House. Yeah, I suppose that is a bigger news story. Um, and uh, lots and lots of people got very upset with him, and, and he's been called all sorts of names from, uh, you know, uh, an attention-grabbing martinet, I think was one of the headlines in the papers, to uh, a... Sh- Some people insulted him because of his size. He is a short man, but I think that's uh, slightly disgusting. The other thing I found really quite appalling was the amount of, of Conservatives who seem to be fans of Donald Trump. I mean, you can be as right-wing as you like, um, but you can't really... So, uh, Donald Trump's nuts. You can't have a bloke in the position of President of the United States of America um, who continues to sort of slag off people he doesn't like on Twitter. I mean, it's absolutely bizarre. He's pretty powerless now, though, isn't he? Well... He, he is reasonably powerless because all the things he wanted to do have been stopped. But listen, he's just he's just got his own people in. And once he's got them in to positions of authority, he may well be able to get away with doing all sorts of things. He wants to reopen and start putting people in uh, Guantanamo Bay. Uh, he wants, you know, it's, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a nonsense. I'm not really sure why Theresa May went over there and, and sort of just just look desperate, really, to get some sort of trade deal. So offered him this... Um, excuse me just a minute. Hold on. Uh, I think it's a little fruit fly that's flown in here. It's freezing outside. Why have I got little flies in here? Yeah. No. Anyway. Um, so, sorry, what was I talking about? Donald Trump and Theresa May. Oh, yeah. Theresa May going and giving him all this... Uh, the, the, you know, the, these accolades. You can come and have a state visit. The Queen will be delighted to have tea with you. No, she won't. Um, come along. And then, then of course, if he went to speak like a lot of leaders do, let's not get into the debate about whether we should have the Chinese or the uh, various Middle Eastern leaders who, who represent non-democratic countries. Let's forget that for a moment. Can you imagine Donald Trump turning up uh, to the House of Commons and giving one of he, he's not a very good speech maker, so he kind of mumbles his way through, and then starts going off piste and saying they, they really do. I mean, they're really bad, really bad. And 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 it it would be they'd laugh at him, which might cause even more <laughs> serious incident, mightn't it? Well, John, John uh, the the Burko, um the speaker, uh, I, th- I think it was quite brave of him saying what he thought. And why shouldn't he have an opinion? We live in a free country. Or all this, oh, well, you can't have a point of view if you're the speaker of the House of Commons. Well, yes, you can. Uh, you just have to accept that lots of people are going to call you names and write horrible things about you. But there we are. The debate has been started. Do we want Donald Trump in the House of Commons? Uh, so we asked the fans on Facebook, and this is what they said. Uh, Marion says, well done to John Burko. It's the first time I've ever agreed with anything he said. Well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, that's a, that's a start. That's good. Martin Brammer. Hello, Martin. He's always on. He said, no, he's showing his clear bias, and it's not his position to be saying who can and who can't, on top of being a huge hypocrite, bearing in mind the despicable people he's had over for tea. 
No, I see, Martin. Um, he can only have people talking that you agree with. Is that what you're saying? Uh, Christian Newlove says, neutral on policy, but not on the demeanour within the Commons. His job is to keep decency within the House of Commons. So it was his right to speak out. He made Dennis Skinner leave for calling the ex-Prime Minister dodgy Dave. Methinks Trump has said far worse. You see, Christian's an intelligent man. He realises what it's all about. Start the debate. Let's talk about it. Let's not try and silence people. That's the problem I have on my BBC show every Saturday morning. I have to make the point that uh, the views I express are mine and not those of the BBC. Well, everybody knows that, don't they? Yeah, I know that. Yeah, well, I think everybody else does that. And why would you, if you have a radio show, not have a point of view if you do a talk radio show? Because otherwise, what is there for people to get upset about? Wouldn't he be called the non-speaker of the House if he didn't have an opinion? It will, absolutely. You know, he's called the speaker, but that's probably the thing he's not really supposed to do. Mm. Speak. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing, of course, did I mention that I've got this fantastic new radio show on talk radio? What, as well as this one? Yeah. Are you moonlighting? No, 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 no. Uh, talk radio, um, of course, the new digital DAB radio station. Have you got one in your car yet? No, I've got one in the house. See, I've got one in the car. It's great. What, you have to go outside and sit in your car every time you want to listen to the radio, though? That's a bit... Well, no, I can just listen online if I'm in the house, can't I? Or you could drive the car into the house. Don't be... Why are you so stupid today? I'm just trying to be helpful to listeners. If you've got a DAB yeah. radio in your car... Well, I can't just drive it in the house. How ridiculous is that? Uh, anyway, the, the talk radio show, Monday to Thursday from 7 o'clock until 10 in the evening. The early evening version of the James Whale Late Night Radio Show is on 7 till 10, talk radio, uh, and even got Ash there somewhere. Oh, so it's a, a professional show then? Well, all the shows I do are professional. What are you talking about? Um, moving on, but uh, back to the comments. Yeah. Barry Ryan. Do you remember Barry Ryan? Was it Paul and Barry Ryan? Um, is this one of the embarrassing moments where I should be saying yes? Uh, yes, I do. I remember them very well. What was the name of their hit record? Um, it's Sunny Outside and People Don't Know It. You made that up. You've never heard of uh, Paul and Barry Ryan, have you? Oh, God, I've got all their hits. You lying sugar face. In fact, I think I've got some of them on vinyl and on CD. You, you've no idea who I'm talking about. In fact, I'm not sure. Are Paul and Barry Ryan, I mean, are they still with us? They're definitely still with us. That's why they're leaving a comment. Well, I don't know if this is the Barry Ryan, do I? Uh, anyway, Barry Ryan says, yes, all the way. Trump has no place coming here. We need our own travel ban to protect us from Trump and Netanyahu. And why is our government only engaging with the evil world leaders? It's a question I'd like. In fact, that's a good question. We could stick that out on Facebook again and see what people say. Yeah, that's a, yeah, good idea. <laughs> Uh, Dave Nelon says he agrees with uh, his views. Trump, uh, I agree with his views. Trump is a dinosaur. However, Parliament is supposed to be the home of free speech. So let him speak and prove what an idiot he is instead of shutting him up and merely letting everybody else suspect it. Now, Dave, I have quite a lot of sympathy with that view, actually. I have quite a lot of sympathy. I would quite like to see Donald Trump come along to our House of Commons, get up and speak, and then loads and loads of the uh, politicians slow hand clap him, boo him, or even walk out while he was talking. Or just laugh at everything he says. Yeah, I think that would be quite fun. Uh, Gary Moss says uh, he was superb. That's the Speaker of the House of Commons he's talking about. Uh, Trump is a, a racist, fascist, sexist oaf with an extremely questionable moral compass. Hopefully, he won't be with us for long. Don't mince your words, Gary, will you? Yeah. Uh, John Singer says, I agree with the Speaker. He's only stating the truth and the bloody obvious. And last time I checked, this was a free country with freedom of speech, so he's entitled to say what he likes. And Susan Lockwood says, as Speaker, he should be impartial. You wouldn't have got Betty Boothroyd playing these shenanigans. What a pathetic peacock he is, and a tosser to boot. I mean, Susan, language like that. I mean, 
pathetic peacock. It's really quite appalling. Yeah, the beak peacock. Yeah. Uh, Roy Leggett says, I do not agree with the Speaker, James, because I like Donald Trump. He has his faults, <laughs> yes, and he will have to learn very quickly. But all the great leaders in politics are unpopular at the start. We had one here. Can't remember his name, though. Oh, yes, I can. Some bloke called Churchill. Roy, 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 Roy. Um, but uh, there we are. So uh, the, the, the Burko seems to have got everybody talking, every single person talking at the moment. And uh, I think it's a good debate. Um, perhaps we should have Trump here. Perhaps we should have him over in this country just to show him how he, as a political world leader, is supposed to behave. Any more thoughts? Get in touch. James Whale Radio at gmail.com. And uh, don't forget to check out our shop online at jameswhaleradio.co.uk, jameswhaleradio.co.uk. You're missing me in the Big Brother house. I think there are still bits on there from the Big Brother house in the summer, aren't there? There are, yeah. Don't forget to slash shop. Yes, slash shop, but not in it. (laughs) Well, you can virtually do it, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose you can. Um, Had lots of conversations with uh, our good friend James Cosmo since he's been uh, out of the house. He's, I can tell you, he's recovering. Uh, If you go and listen to uh, podcasts uh, of my show on talk radio, we had him on on Monday evening's programme last week, I think, and uh, you can hear that there. I listened to that one. Yeah. Well, can we nick that and then just put it out on our uh, website? Yeah, we'll we'll do that. Yeah, Yeah, they won't mind. Yeah. No, they won't. No, they won't mind them. The more, the merrier. Just stick it out, you know. Um, I don't think we'll put out Ian Lee's uh, show. Does anyone put out his show? Well, no. No, no, no. No, I don't think they do. Uh, I am trying to help him. You, you are sort of that kind of person, are you? You, you tend yeah. to help a lot of um, I'm, lost souls. I'm mentoring him. Hmm. I'm mentoring him because he's not. He's, he, he does have a lot of problems. It comes across, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, you know, I think we're getting there. I think he's improving. So uh, that in itself is not a bad thing, is it? Not a bad thing at all. Right, I think it's probably time for a new music, isn't it? Mm, yeah, we've got some uh, good music it's going on a lot. Now, this is nice. Uh, Paolo Marina. And actually, when we come back, ask me about nipples. Nipples. Yeah. Uh, Paolo Marina is, uh, is, is an artist that I must confess I haven't heard of before. Nor had I until he emailed in. Yeah, and uh, this is this is brilliant. Have a listen to this called "Treasure in the Trash." There are stars in the gutter.
Arena and Treasure in the Trash. I think I th that's pretty good. I like that. Paolo, send some more music in, mate. And uh, anybody else who's got uh, some music wants uh, an airing. If it's no good, we'll tell you. We'll still play it, but we'll tell you. Are you going to tell me about your nipples now? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, did David Bell ever get in touch with you? He didn't. Not yet. Well, just because I know he listens to this podcast, he's got a few ideas and uh, he might be a good guest. So, David, if you are listening, get in touch with Rob, okay? Now, um, oh, yes, nipples, 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 because uh, I had this comedian on the show the other day. First of all, it comes from a, a news item. Um, in Argentina, there has been quite a lot uh, of demonstrations of, uh, of women bearing their chests because in Argentina uh, they're passing a law apparently to stop topless sunbathing on the beach. And so women have started walking around uh, topless just to make the point that men, apparently, can sunbathe topless wherever they like. They can walk the streets, but they can't get the same kind of... Uh, of um, they, they can't get the same freedom as men. Now, I want, listen, this is what I want to say. Oh, I was talking to a comedian, of course, who, who want, who's got this uh, campaign. I wonder if I can find it on... Um, uh, on Facebook while I'm talking with you. So you you talk amongst yourselves for a few moments. Okay. Um, and I'll find it. Uh, so, because uh, I don't want to give you, I don't want to give you the wrong name of this. Um, uh, Samantha Presdy, award-winning alternative uh, comedian, actress, um, and uh, feminist, and uh, she quite entertaining. Uh, so Free the Nipple is the, is the campaign that she highlights, and she does part of her, her program topless, award-winning alternative comedian, activist and host. So that's rather good. We should get her on as a guest, actually. Can we have a video link? A video link? Yeah. Behave yourself. Um, you just check out hashtag free the nipple. And is, this a, is, this, is this a practical joke? You're getting me to hashtag free no, the no, nipple? No, no, no. There are a lot of women yeah. um, who, who actually think that uh, it's it's wrong for women not to be allowed to uh, bear their bodies if they wish to in the same way that men do, all right? And I actually think they have a point. Now, I don't particularly want to see men. You know when the summer comes and, and you're uh, maybe in a seaside location, but it doesn't have to be the seaside. It can actually be anywhere. And there are blokes walking down the street topless. Yeah, eating ice cream. Eating ice cream. And, and usually not the most, not, not, but I suppose you can't be, you can't be attractivist about it. Uh, you have to say no to everybody. Um, you can't really say only attractive people could go topless because that would be rather rude, wouldn't it? Preferable, but rather rude, yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so we have this debate on the uh, talk radio. Did I tell you about talk radio? You did, yes. Um, and quite interesting. Because I think a lot of people say, you don't really want to see somebody stripped to the waist when you're doing your shopping in Tesco's, Aldi's, Lidl's, Morrison's, Waitrose, Sainsbury's, anywhere else. Um, so I, I actually, I, I think that's, that I think a law should be passed to make sure that people can bathe, sunbathe topless in an appropriate place on the beach. And why, why would anybody, as a matter of interest, why would anybody be offended by a woman going topless if they're not offended by a man going topless? Why are a woman's breasts considered uh, an object of sexual desire and a man's aren't? I'm, I'm not going to comment. Rob, you don't seem to be... I don't want to say something that, you know, might get me into trouble. What might get you into trouble? What would you say? Go on. I think it's jealousy from other women. Cause Do some, you? Some 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 breasticles are, are better looking than others. You see, that's that just goes to show how facile you are, doesn't it? Really? I told you I'd get into trouble. You know, you're very shallow, a very shallow person, and and you should not even be thinking along those lines. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Well. <laughs> If, it's any if it is acceptable for a man to be topless on the beach, then it ought to be acceptable for a woman. In many countries, it is. What is it? And this is all about free the nipple, the campaign, free the nipple. Why are men's breasts not considered to be uh, a sexually alluring uh, when 
women's are. What is the difference? And don't tell me it's a different size because there are many men who have bigger breasts than lots of women. So what is it? Uh, I don't think it's a good idea for me to make any further comments. All right. If anybody would like to uh, join in on this, we'll uh, hear from you next week. I'm sure James Well Radio at gmail.com. James Well Radio at gmail.com. Uh, get your thoughts, Tim. I'm going to save your embarrassment. Now, you might as well do tech talk. Well, that just makes it worse. Can't I just go in a corner and say nothing? No, do tech talk because I've had enough. Okay, uh, tech talk. Uh, yeah, well, tech talk. That's tech. what you tech talk or films. Which do you want to do first? I'll, I'll do both. So I'll do tech talk first. Um, the factory, okay. the factory that produces and recycles Samsung batteries. You know, Samsung had that problem with their batteries. I do. Well, the factory went up in smoke, and uh, twenty fire engines and a hundred fire crew had to put out the flames. So they're still having uh, issues. Mm. Um, so, and, and the second thing is, have you heard of Cody? Cody? Cody, yeah. Isn't he an American cowboy? He could be an American cowboy, or alternatively, he yeah. could be a piece of software that allows you to watch every single TV channel illegally in the UK, and obviously around the world. Should we be talking about that? Well, I'm, I'm letting the uh, listeners know that um, they are cracking down on uh, Cody users and Cody sellers in particular. Ah. Um, and there's a big court case going on at the moment. But uh, if you've been uh, selling Cody boxes, etc., on social media and on eBay and etc., etc., you're going to get a knock on the door. And if you've bought one... Uh, you may find that the uh, person who sold you one will have your details if you've contacted them via social media, so you might get a knock on the door. So, uh, ooh, dear. Just just letting you know. Yeah, well, I don't, and nor should you. I don't. I go to the cinema. Oh, you do, don't you? Yes. Yeah. And I, swear, I see you want to talk. Uh, I'm looking here. You want to talk about the Lego Batman. Can we not? Because that's just shite. Uh, well, you've just done my job for me, because I can confirm Good. it is absolutely... Can I use yeah. that word? Can I say shite? I suppose if you believe it out, you can, yeah. Um, uh, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the commercials and everything else. I don't want to see it. Why do you want to see anything made like that? I had to go and see it. It was one of the films on my list. So I went to see it, and it's absolutely beep. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Hackshaw Ridge, though, no. on the other hand. Well, this is, again, of course, the Americans pretending they're good at war. Yeah. It was a war film, yeah. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, Upon Hacksaw Ridge, that, that Hacksaw Ridge was the was was in a, a country song, wasn't it? Once, uh, well, it was in Japan, was it? Yeah, yeah. No, I know, but it was a line in a song on Hacksaw Ridge. I can't remember which one now. Anyway, it was a good a bit film. Like Paul and Barry Ryan. Anyway, go on. Yeah, it was a good film. Yeah, uh, a Mel Gibson film, very good. Uh, if you've seen uh, Saving Private Ryan, you know that bit where they land on the beach. Yeah, and everyone just gets blown to pieces and shot. And why would you go and sit down and watch that? Because you would be like a lot of people, one of the the most scared people if you ever had to face situations like that. Why Why do you want to go and watch that sort of thing? I think that's part of it, isn't it? So you can actually see what war is like, how bad it is, and how everyone is affected. Well, it is like that, and it's actually a lot worse. I mean, that is presumably glamorising it and, and you know, finding there are people who are heroes. Uh, and being a hero in battle doesn't really... You still are very mentally scarred um, and probably never get over it. Yeah, they covered that in the film. But the film was mainly about a man who refused to carry a weapon into battle. What well, he must have been a, a priest of some sort then. He was a doctor. Oh, he's a doctor. All right. Mm. And it's based on a true story. Based on and a true it shows story. The, the futility of war, presumably. Yeah. yeah. All the way through the whole film. The only war that achieved something was the Second World... Well, there are wars that do achieve things. That's a stupid thing for me to say. I apologise. But there are lots of wars. I mean, the, the, the First World War was a complete and utter nonsense. Um, the Second World War, well... Fascism had to be defeated, um, and I presume we have to get rid. Of course, we do have to get rid of uh, ISIS. They have to be removed. Uh, but quite often, wars are because of people's arrogance, which is a huge mistake. Usually, the people who fall out and the people who argue are not the people who end up having to go to fight. That's very true. Mm. 
Um, okay, we've uh, we've had some mail in, so should we do Wales Mail or not? And if you want to get in touch, uh, James Whale Radio at gmail.com. I'll play the jingle. Uh, now, this is John Hodgkins, who says, uh, Hi, James, Obama was re- responsible for killing thousands of Muslims in drone strikes and with conventional bombs in Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, Somalia, etc. That's one strike every 20 minutes over eight years of his presidency. Trump has a long way to go to match his abysmal record. Why do we have to suffer broad brush, mindless criticism of Trump? Um, Really, because he's a bit stupid, I think, John, to be honest with you. And I think, uh, you know, whilst America continues to... uh, interfere in various countries internal problems we will it'll it'll go on like it has you know if it hadn't been for bush and blair going into iraq we may not have had uh the sort of uh organization like isis now that has emerged from we might have done i don't know uh but that's one of the reasons and people are worried that trump is starting off from a fairly uh, aggressive stance. Uh, anyway, John goes on to say, take racism. Trump's record on employing minorities is good. He got more black votes than previous Republican candidates. And last week, Black History Week, Trump hosted a celebration in the White House. I saw it on the BBC Parliament Channel, a brilliantly staged event with a room full of black community leaders, all massive Trump supporters. Sounds to me like that was a bit of a a PR stunt, but there we are. Uh, We're not getting a balanced picture from our media. Trump isn't all bad, says John Hodgkins. Okay, uh, thank you, John. Uh, I don't know that he's mad, uh, bad. I think think he's just... um, I don't know. I, I, it just it just doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. It just doesn't work. Now the other main uh, the main story, of course, of the week is the NHS, and uh, both Sky and the BBC have done uh, long and involved uh, pieces on the NHS. Um, I have family working the NHS. It isn't in a good state. It's in a very very bad state. And everybody's, you know, there was a big story during the week as well, and there has been for quite some time, about health tourism and how it's draining the NHS. Well, it, of course it isn't. Um, it's, a, it's a small problem compared with everything else on the NHS. The problem is that we don't fund it enough. France, uh, French people pay a lot more into their health service. A lot of people would tell you that the French health service is better than the NHS. And I'm not talking about the people who work in it. I'm not putting a downer on doctors and nurses and clinicians. Um, You don't have to wait to get an operation in France. We have to wait here. They have twice, twice the number of beds for their population in hospitals than we have. Our health service is just managing to survive. So we asked the question this week on the programme. We put it out on Facebook. Would you pay more? tax to sort out the NHS or do you have a better idea what would you do or do you think actually the media is going overboard and the NHS is just fine which is of course what the government will tell you um why don't you tell us jameswhaleradio at gmail.com Nikki Louise says stop other countries abusing the system um yeah that's not going to change much at all it's compared with everything Nikki you know this is just uh PR spin putting on this. Billy Knox says, why does it cost the National Health £10 for a packet of paracetamol when I can go to the chemist and get them for a pound? Billy, those are the questions that we should be asking and somebody should be actually sorting that problem out. You are right. Uh, Wendy Wright says, a better idea, stop sending aid to all and sundry and look after our own country first. Uh, This latest news about us sending foreign aid to China is totally ridiculous. I, I agree. One thing we could do is if foreign uh, nationals use the NHS and we can't get the money out of them, then knock it off the foreign aid budget and put that into the NHS. But that, again, is just it's like a sticking plaster. Uh, it needs complete wholesale change. And I'm sad to say, but eventually a politician's going to have to come clean and tell us all, I'm sorry, but you don't pay enough. We don't. We don't pay enough. Oh, for goodness sake. 
Edward. Hello. Yes, Edward. I'm uh, I'm busy recording my radio show at the moment. Can I ring you back in about twenty minutes? Yes, certainly. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Edward. Bye. 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 <sighs> right. He was a, a New Zealander. Mm. So um, let's see. Uh, Steve Carter says for the last time. The NHS is not underfunded. The NHS employs far too many people in non-jobs and not enough in frontline staff. Its procurement is a shambles and there are too many of Joe Public turning up at A&E for stupid reasons. Sack all the non-job bods, do procurement properly and charge people who turn up to A&E with broken fingernails. Also, charge anyone who has to be picked up off the street, drunk and taken to hospital. Well, Steve, I, I sympathise with some of that, but unfortunately it's not really going to change the fact that we have half the number of beds uh, for our population that France have. And that means that we don't pay enough money. All those other little bits that you mentioned, yes, they could be sorted out, um, but we actually have to pay more of our uh, our... our outgoings individuals we have to pay more into our health service to get the health service we think we should have i think all right uh mark gibbs says uh, no the british pay too much tax we are the richest country in the world no we're not mark honestly if you, goodness sake money should be taken from the bbc and given to the nhs it's a nation's health service not an international one money could also be taken from the foreign aid budget says mark lack of understanding mark i think darren carlo says a simple yes we have some world-class staff in our health service. And when we see the pressure on the service impacting to the extent it is now, how can these people truly offer the service uh, they so want to? Our NHS deserves better from politicians of all persuasions. You're right, Darren. And here's the other thing, by the way. Uh, there are doctors and nurses hemorrhaging from the NHS going to other countries to work because they're not treated properly and they know that the NHS is not funded properly. Um, and there is too much wastage and it has to be sorted out. It isn't a question of just giving it more money. That needs to be done. But it's how the money is used, as other people have said. That has to be sorted out too. Um, and we, we, it has to be modernised and it has to be brought up to date. Um, but listen, we're not, we're not training enough nurses. We're not training enough doctors. Uh, and this is the fault of successive governments. Um, Sandy Robinson says, employ a group of investigators specifically employed to audit each hospital to save on waste. This uh, would uh, roll out throughout the country at least. They've been doing this, Sandy. They've been doing this for ages. They've been employing consultants to do just that. And it just gets more and more complicated and wastes more and more money. Uh, for instance, should drunk teenagers be taken to hospital? The list goes on. Well, if you don't, what are you going to do with them? Um, Gary Moss says, if every penny of it was accounted for and went on proper services for people in need, then absolutely I would pay more. Our National Health Service is a wonderful thing to be proud of as human beings. Uh, one of the very few things that mean it's not absolutely embarrassing to be British. Well, actually, Gary, if you look at the health service here and some of the health services in other countries, um, no, you know, our doctors and nurses are great. Don't get me wrong. But they have to work. They have to rely on charities. How many charities are buying equipment for hospitals? Hmm? Um, Harris McMood says, uh, you'd be shocked at the amount of corruption and incompetence within the NHS, which costs them a crazy amount of money. Well, there's some, perhaps if you know about that sort of thing, you will let us know. Uh, Steve Adams says, I work in the NHS. So all of you give me a tenner and I'll pass it on. <laughs> and Barry Siegel. Hello, Barry. He says there should be a central buying authority, a bit like a cooperative, uh, to which all hospitals belong. This would uh, buy supplies from suppliers and get preferential discounts for bulk purchasing. These discounts would then be passed on to the members uh, of thus reducing costs. All cleaning should be brought back in-house. There we are, lots of ideas. Um, but sensibly, I think we need to give more of our uh, more of the money that we make uh, individually, I think, has to be spent on our health service. Um, 
the percentage ever since the health service was first introduced in this country, the NHS, uh, has always been more about this, roughly the same percentage of, uh, of what we earn has been spent on national insurance and looking after the health service. But medicine is now far more complicated and far more expensive than it used to be. But keep the conversation going because I am told by people who work in the health service that if it doesn't get sorted fairly soon, we will literally have no health service and that's really worrying. Rob, you've been very quiet. Do you have anything to contribute? Um, I don't like the amount of money that we're spending on drugs in the hospital, especially when we're paying all this money to charities for research for this, research for that, and then the, the drugs get made, and then we pay stupid amounts of money for them. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is food. If we were at home, we wouldn't expect the NHS to pay for our food, so why should we do it in the hospitals? Go to hospital stay there for a few days, and when you leave, you get your bill. You know, beans on toast, £2, you know, that that kind of... We're not talking major money. Um, yeah, well, I've always thought that. You know, you buy your food when you're at home. If you're in hospital, why do you expect to eat for free? Uh, that's a very good point. Um, all sorts of things that could be done. Uh, lots of people, lo lots of us, and I'm guilty as anybody else, say, oh, yeah, well, it's all the administrators. Um but a big organisation like that does need administrators. Maybe some of them aren't very good at their jobs and maybe we need to get top people into the NHS. And, of course, what we do need to do is we need to start needing to train more doctors and nurses. Otherwise, we are going to continually be reliant on staff coming from other parts of the world. Um, shall we finish with, and, you know, get in touch, you know, jameswellradio at gmail.com. We are here to hear. Oh, that's good, isn't it? We are here to hear. That means we're everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Shall we uh, do questions? Okay. Uh, we got one here that came in. Oh, in, gosh. In. Hit my knee on the desk. What? Is your knee okay? Do you need to go to a... No, I'm fine. Okay. No, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, we got one here from Will Geddes. It came in via secure email. <laughs> my friend, Will Geddes. Yeah, you're, you're a security agent. Don't, haven't we... Hasn't he been on the program before? He has, yes. Yeah. Go and check out our other shows and you'll find one with Will Geddes. He is the original James Bond. Uh, what, is Will, what is Will asking, anyway? It's a very, very important question. Well, of course, Will Geddes, he is, uh, he's a security uh, supremo. Yeah, it I, will be. I'm sure there's some uh, top bod in the world that wants to know the answer yeah. to this, and they've said, Will, can you go and find out for us? So he's, he's emailed the James Well Radio Show, and here's his question. Go on, go on, I'm listening. Where does the phrase, happy as Larry, come from? What? Where does what the did he want to know? Where does the phrase "happy as Larry" come from? Oh, for goodness sake, Will! What? Is it? <sighs> happy as Larry? It's Larry the Lamb, right? Larry the Lamb was always happy, always had a smile on his face, and that's where the phrase "happy as Larry" comes from. It's all got to do with Larry the Lamb. Google it. Isn't he an actor? No. I'm sure he was in EastEnders. Could be somebody different. Okay. Uh, Colin Gerald. Why have the police accused my dog? That doesn't say Gerald. It says Geldard. <laughs> what is wrong with you? They wouldn't have known. Well, of course they bloody would. Colin Geldard. I do apologise, Colin. The question is... I'll edit that out. So it's Colin Geldard... Uh, why have the police accused my dog of chasing someone on a bike? My dog doesn't even ride a bike. Sometimes people just say the most ridiculous things, Colin, don't they? They do. And uh, and, and quite frankly, uh, the police have got better things to do than accuse anybody's dog of riding a bike. As long as it was the dog's own bike, I don't think the dog has anything to worry about. Uh, David Booth. When will the interest rate go up so that people can afford houses again? That doesn't make sense. No. Thank you, David. Don't bother again. Next. Uh, Haggy... <laughs> Hoagie Hogan. <laughs> That's the one. Hoagie Hogan. Uh, just Hoagie threw me. I just... Yeah. I suppose you would. Right. Uh, why are we too apathetic to stand up 
to all the corruptness and greed that's all around us. Surely the good-hearted people must outweigh the bad. Hoagie, wouldn't that be great if that was the case? But let's put our hands on our hearts and admit that we all have foibles and that perhaps we all do things we shouldn't do. Uh, maybe, maybe, that's what, uh, maybe that's what we have to learn uh, and eventually maybe mankind will evolve to a higher level. But uh, I think we are, you know, leave me alone and I'll leave you alone and uh, that's how we live our lives, isn't it? I'm going to struggle with this one. Go on. Oh, Marnie Naya. Yeah, Marnie Naya. Uh, where is your butler, James, from the old days of broadcasting? Was it Wilfred? Uh, well, funnily, Marnie, on, um, I think on, on my talk radio show that you can hear Monday to Thursday, um, he phoned in. He lives in Ireland now and uh, phoned in the other day. So he was uh, very happy and uh, retired in Ireland. Has he got a butler himself? I shouldn't think so. I think butlers are now a little passé. Cliff Haycock. Cliff Haycock. Yeah, that's what I said. I said that. Oh, come on. <laughs> Will I ever become a rich plumber and not a poor one all the time? Well, obviously, if you are a poor plumber, you are doing something very wrong, Cliff, because every plumber I know uh, is making a fortune, an app, Absolute fortune. Plumbers are so in demand. You, you'd be better off being a plumber than uh, a professional footballer. Because most professional footballers don't earn as much as plumbers. Uh, not all professional footballers are on £150,000 a week, trust me. Oh, I, I got, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Listen, yeah. I'm going now because I'm going to go and cook myself something to eat. Can you hear my stomach? Yeah. Um, so listen. Uh, everybody look after yourselves. Join us back here on uh, the James Whale Radio podcast show next week on your favourite radio station. Or maybe just on your phone or go to Twitter, find us that way, or Facebook, or go to our website at jameswhaleradio.co.uk and check out everything there. And if you want to get in touch, you know the address, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Robbo. Yes. How are you finishing the programme? Can you hear my stomach? Come on, I've got to go and eat something. I, I sung last week. Did you? Yeah, I, put a, I, I sung I sung a little tune last week. All right. Well, I'm going to leave uh, the end of the show to Robert as usual. Uh, join us again next week. Take it easy. Tell your friends, of course, the James Whale Radio podcast is available on the website jameswhaleradio.co.uk. Goodbye. Bye, then. Okay, well, there we go. So this is the end of the show. This is the bit that James said I'm responsible for. So I'm going to sing... One of my favourite songs from Barry and Paul Ryan. You remember them from the beginning of the show? And I said that they sang a song called It's Sunny Outside, But People Don't Know It. Well, I've downloaded the lyrics. I've plugged in all the guitars and everything. I'm ready to rock. So uh, here is my version of It's Sunny Outside, But People Don't Know It. Till next week. Ta-da! <laughs> People don't know it. It's sunny outside, and people don't know it. Why don't you go? Why don't you just go out? It's sunny outside. It's sunny outside. And let's not forget that the sun is a good source of vitamins and you never know who you might meet on your travels. Just enjoy the sun, it's not gonna harm you. So go and have some fun. It's really sunny, it's really sunny, it's really sunny, it's Just go out, you should just go out, you should go outside, yeah!
I'm definitely going to include that one on my next album. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.